Welcome everybody to the Lodges Podcast. This is a gaming and esports podcast where we host business professionals, pro esports players, streamers, and others who are working in the industry. I am your host, Juan Rodriguez. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to the show. Today's episode is episode 41 with Luis Montejo, who is the digital media coordinator at JAG Insurance Group down in Miami, Florida. And this was actually part two of our Lodges live series that we did last week. So Lewis was the second interview and a little bit of background. If this is your guys' first uh, episode listening to this or, or hearing about Lodges live, basically I wanted to add a live element to the show. Um, I really want to do that through LinkedIn live. I don't have LinkedIn live at the moment. So I tried out Instagram live last week. So we conducted three interviews via Instagram live. Lewis was our second interview. So we had a great time chopping it up. Um, a little background too on Lewis. Actually, he's played a, a nice impact on my podcast here, the Lodges Podcast. He is actually our guy that did all of the videography and photography work for the episode down in Miami with Famous Enough, who's the GM and head coach for Heat Check Gaming. Uh, so shout out Famous. But Lewis was actually the guy that did all of that photography, all of that videography work. So if you've been following my content, all those clips that you see, all the great high quality photos that we got from that session and from that episode were all done uh, because of Lewis. He's the guy that did it. So I got a lot of respect for him. I really think that he's killing the content game and doing an incredible job for Jag down there. Um, so I had a fun time having him on. But before we hop into it, I do want to read a five-star rating off of Apple Podcasts. So this comes from FTW Blog, which ironically is Drew Schwartz, and he is actually our guest for episode 42. Uh, so check that out. But his review says, one delivers an experience that engages the listener, provides great banter between the guest, and has brought on some of the biggest names in the space currently. This is a weekly listen for anyone in gaming or looking to enter the scene for sure. To anyone not listening, I would question the use of your free time. And per usual, Drew's got a great sense of humor. Drop that in his review. Uh, but Drew, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for the five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Um, but yeah, with all that being said, um, again, episode 41 with Luis Montejo is up next. I hope you guys enjoy it. This is The Lodges Podcast. What's up, dude? What's up? We did it, bro. We did it. We got it together. Damn, I got the ring light and everything. Blasting me in the face. Oh, geez, bro. You have the ring light? My wife bought a ring light for her page. Like, she does some essential oil stuff. So I was just yeah. like, hey, I'm going to jack this. Nice. Oh, what? And I have that light on in the back. I didn't even notice that. I have like, a nice little key light behind my head. <laughs> What's up, man? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just chilling. Just chilling. You're you got... on Amazon. On Amazon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like 20 bucks. But nice. I got the, um, I don't know if you saw from Women to Orlando. I got the, like, you know, not as fancy as the ones you guys had in Jag, but I got like kind of some standing ones, so we yeah, go yeah, travel. Yeah. Are they the big box ones like that? Yeah, yeah, they're the box ones at the top, and you yeah. can kind of like put the filter inside of it to kind of yeah, filter yeah, the light a little bit. Good. Dude, a light, a light is a light. Yeah. You pay more money for like what you can do with the light. That's about it. Right, right. No, yeah, my lighting is bad right now. I'm just in the apartment chilling, but we're gonna roll no, with it. Sure, <laughs> no, if, if I did the same thing, I'd have the same shadow. Always repping the. The Jag and the Rock. Jag and Rock, let's go. <laughs> oh, dude, let's go, bro. My uh, Rock boys, bro. That's what's up, yeah. <laughs> the rock 
Um, I will we'll set. The, well, I'll just set the stage real quick for everybody that's kind of like jumping in here and watching or whatnot. Um, all right. So usually do the podcast traditionally. We pre-recorded that whole sort of thing. I kind of want to mix it up a little bit and go live here and do some live streams. We're also recording it, so it should turn into a podcast episode at the end of the day, regardless. Um, but you know, people kind of listen into our conversation. So we'll do Louis, you just want to bro to just start it off, just give people like, you know, a quick little intro, who you are, yeah. what you do, all that jazz. So, um, I do the, the full title, the technical title is digital, digital media, uh, coordinator at Jag. I pretty much handle me and my team, Johnny and Juan as well. We all handle the, the social media page of Jag Insurance. My brother-in-law's uh, insurance firm. Right. We're about to hit, we're, the goal is to hit 10K by the end of the year, so it's pretty cool. Um, and dude, we're kind of kicking ass doing it, bro. Like, it's a brand new, yeah. like, pioneer. I've never done anything like this in my life. Um, I mean, prior to, I've been, I've been at Jag for a year. Prior to that, I was a creative director for Metro, for Metro Life Church, my local church here, for about two and a half years. Yeah. So that was pretty, that was always pretty cool, too. Um, but, yeah, dude, I've kind of, I kind of got to a point, prior to that, I was in insurance, like, like a regular, like I, I got my 20 and all that, but I was like, bro, I might as well just do something like that I want to do. You right. Know what I mean, it's like, again, you run into these opportunities. I got hired at Metro as a graphic designer within a couple of months. I was really like leading teams and stuff like that. So, right. It's pretty crazy, but that's pretty much what I do. Anything that's, you know, photography, videography. If you see me keep looking this way, I literally have summits, uh, Valorant, um, stream, and then I have Shroud's Valorant, uh, stream. And I honestly like Shroud's, he gets so sweaty, but it's yeah. like, it's, He's just gangster, so it's like, oh my god, things are happening. I want my Valorant key, dog. I have not got it. My Valorant I was gonna ask you, you haven't got it yet? No, bro. It's been three days. I've been watching the stream. Who's whose streams like, have you been in? Like, you want to play? I'm like, bro, I don't have it yet. Whose streams you've been in trying to get them? Dude, I literally, if Tim's not on, I'm on Summit. Okay. Um, and then if Summit's not on, I've been on either. Um, I'm not a big XQC fan. You know, so I've been on either Miss or or like Need Shot if they're on or anything like that. But it's primarily Tim. Yeah. Um, he actually just lost to Shroud's team. I think my wife is yelling at me from outside. No, no, she was yet. She has her church connect about time. She's like yelling, like with her girlfriends and all that stuff. So, anyways, right. back to your original question. I do, yeah, I just do creative, creative stuff, you know what I mean? Designing, graphic designing, photography, videography, editing, that stuff. You know, I, I try to be, I know it says they say jack of all trades, master of none. But what I figured is, I don't necessarily have to be the best at doing this. I just do enough to get by and get better every day. But what the advantage that <clears throat> doing it that way, what is it is affording me is kind of like the ability to understand every rule that you need for a creative team. Yeah. Like absolutely top to bottom every rule. And like, that's what I see current organizations, not in esports specifically, but like right. people that want to get on social media, people want to start doing stuff. They have no idea where to even start. Like, who do you hire? How much do I pay for this? Like, what do I do? How do I find this? So I buy my own camera. Can I do it from my iPhone? Can you edit it for me? How much does that cost? Yeah. Podcast, you know, all those little details. That's the advantage where I'm like, well, I can evaluate everything that you have and tell you what you need. Yeah. No, and, and I'll just plug you real quick. So, like, when we went down, for anyone that, like, has followed my podcast, we went down to Miami, Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> This is the guy right here that put all that together. Like, bro, I've used your the pictures you've taken for profile pictures. So you kill the game. Like, I love all the work you do. Dude, it's, it's just the reps, bro. Just get the reps in. And then Fernie's on. What's up? My brother's on. Too. What up, Fernie? 
<clears throat> but it's just getting it's just getting the reps in, bro. It's yeah. just getting the reps in and, and just but um like I said, bro, it's like I'm not I was, you know, we we're on the phone call earlier talking about I was talking about uh seventeen year old kids right now that are graphic designing making Twitter and Twitch banners for yeah. pro players for free. Bro, when I tell you th- these designs are badass, bro. Yeah, they are. And the way that they're doing it, so it's twofold, right? Because you have people who have been doing stuff on, like on Adobe Illustrator who know how to do illustrations and then digitize them. The game is called Hard Work. Yes, that's a fer- a fernism that I, I say to myself too. But um, <laughs> um, what was I saying? Distracted me. So you have like old school guys. Not, it's not even old school. It's the way you're supposed to do it is. You run it through AI, you know, you have an illustrator guy. Uh-huh. I don't know anything about AI, so I'm a Photoshop. I do all that stuff on Photoshop. It's super ghetto rig, but it gets the job done. These yeah. kids are creating, my point in saying all that is that these kids are getting these Twitter banners done and like, they look bad. Well, when I tell you, these things are badass. I've seen them. Yeah. They're incredible. And it's like, oh yeah, just Photoshop. Ingenuity is what I'm getting at. Like they're just using what the resources they have and a little bit of curiosity. And I mean, they're not, you know, fully making careers out of it yet but if i'm 17 making graphics like that i have a bright future in esports yeah no and not to mention a lot of the times like you know the big time streamers or the creators like they want a new banner or they want something to put up across instagram and it's like cool how they'll put a tweet out and be like hey looking for a new banner and they'll kind of put like an idea of what they're looking for and they'll be like you know i think aiden did it like earlier last week he's like open for 24 hours any submission and he picks somebody and then that can be a vouch for someone to start, yeah. you know, that's been already grinding on it. Now they got a little bit of, you know, free advertisement, basically. And, and dude, what I'm, what I'm fascinated by is we're on the computer all day. Like, I'm, I wake up at, at 7 in the morning. I help my wife, I help the baby, and then at 8.30, I'm on for, you know, doing stuff with JAG. I'm on Slack. We're communicating as a team. Right. But I have so many windows open of so many things that I'm looking at, you know what I mean? I'm on Behance.net looking at ideas for certain things. I have Photoshop open, I'm designing something for Jack. I have Premiere, my video. So that type of um, work is great for people who play video games. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm on my computer, I'm already savvy at it. I don't, like, if you can figure out how to play Counter-Strike and you're 13 years old, like, I'm pretty sure you can move around and learn how to click shapes, drag them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> great little, you know what I mean? Like, it's just right. this with it, and you learn to call this or that. Oh, I can do a paintbrush. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And yeah. it's just the repetitions. But I, I, like I said, like, people in the creative field right now have a, if you love esports, it's a great time to marry the two. And there's a lot of opportunity. But what I am noticing is that there's a lot of kids behind you that are way better than you think. Yeah. And yeah. they're going to do it for 15 bucks. They'll do it for free, bro. They will do it for free. free, right? They'll do it for free for the clock. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like, these kids are going all in. Like, this is like their best design. Like, this is everything I got. You know what I mean? Like, three hours of work, you know, three, four, five hours of work, which doesn't sound like a lot, but working on one graphic for three or four hours is exhausting. Yeah. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think Jessica Blevins did it like a month ago for her Twitter. She wanted a new, uh, for her Twitter when she's not online anymore. She wanted one of those and she did the same thing. Like, you know, everyone give you your best shot, DM it to her, and she picked somebody, which is huge. So, and you, and I want to bring up, you know, you created one the other day for, and you can mention the, the who it was for, but is that something you want to do, like, maybe in, in your free time? Is that something you enjoy yeah, doing? I, or? I, I, I can't name the organization, but I got contacted by an organization to design a flyer. It, uh-huh. You know, it was pretty, 
pretty simple flyer. It, I did it on the weekend. It took me two days to really complete, get some concepts out, and get them approved. Um, which one day we can talk about the brewing process of getting that approved by people yeah. that you don't see. They're on Discord, and you know, like you're sending stuff out. And he sends right. somebody above him. Um, but it was like my first time ever doing it, and it was it was pretty good. That was about two weeks ago that I, uh, that I got that done. Um, but what I'm noticing now. One is I have to obviously my bread and butter right now is in the skill and the ability of me doing this. So I got to keep practicing that. Right. But what I'm what I am realizing that is that you can be very young and be very talented. That the talent's not really great. Like to be hired because of sole talent, it's no longer the case. Is my point. Interesting. So what happens is that now esports organizations probably, you know, they can say, dude. I can hire you for a year. I'll keep you on retention for a thousand dollars a year. You're creating every single graphic. The kid likes the clout because he's like, "Oh, I'm Phase's designer." Right. You know what I mean? Right. I made a graphic for Phase Mito. I made his Twitter man. Now, I don't necessarily know if they're getting paid what they're getting paid. I have no idea. If it's Phase, according to their Instagram, they're they're all driving Lambos. So, <laughs> God knows what Phase is dishing out there. I don't know what Phase is dishing. Yeah. But like, if you think about it, like, okay, like, how much does a flyer like? If if you ask me, hey, I'm 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 doing a whole uh, a tournament, uh, you know, a land tournament. Can you make that flyer for me? I'm gonna charge you five hundred bucks. But that includes all revisions, like everything, bro. Like, I just don't worry about it. It's done for five hundred bucks. Yeah. I can back that up with years of a portfolio. Right. Right. You know These kids can, but I can tell you, these kids can probably come up with a better design. Given the time, you know what I mean? Like they're, you know, you're 17 years old, you're single, you're you're in your room the whole day, no one's bothering you. Then yeah. you go have lunch and then you come back upstairs and mom's calling you down at dinner and you go back upstairs. And I remember being 17 and doing that all day. You put in That's work. Like, I yeah. They, they, they're putting in, it was Tony said, they're, they're putting in the hard work. And he asked, he actually asked a cool question here. He said, I've watched more esports in the last four weeks than ever. Interesting concept. Still don't know if it's called a sport. If it should be called a sport. Now, this is the semantics, like the let, like it's just okay, like you don't have to call it sports, but it's gaming. Like I don't even call it esports; I call it it's just gaming. Yeah, it's just gaming. And I think that we're at a point where it's no longer like this is this is it. You know what I mean? Like we're hitting, like we're completely off the like esports game is completely off the ground, and like who knows where it can go? Right. Now that's another conversation. We can take this another complete direction, but just to wrap up. The intro. Right. <laughs> um, I do. I do play stuff, and I think there's, you know, it, it's cool. Like what's what's happening out there. I'm just. I'm interested in seeing how it works out. Right. Right. How does it work out for these young guys? So that leads me to, like, what is what's Lewis's role? The truth is, a 17, 18 year old kid can replace me when it comes to talent, but he can't replace me in the years that I have. Yeah. And experience and like working at Metro Life Church. That was like leadership training. That's all it really was. Right. Right. If they put me in a room, they're like, you're gonna design. For eight hours a day, we're gonna pay you for it. You know, at our mercy, we're gonna. How many revisions I went through for simple graphics? It's just, it's just the name of the game. Right? That makes me better. It's annoying, but it makes you better. It makes you way better. Um, and how do you value that? You know what I mean? Like, I had an interesting conversation with someone that needed to hire in the esports industry. You know, the designer, and they're like, "How much do I charge for a Twitter ban?" And it's like, bro, ask them. What do you think this is worth to you? Yeah. Oh, I'll give you five bucks. And it's like, all right, then you make a decision right there and then. Because at the same time, you're still, you know, you're still a young guy. Right. You can't go out there and be like, dude, I've done stuff for Ninja, I've done stuff for Fit. And at this point, their stuff is getting touched by, you know, 
raises your it raises your stock, right? So like if you're you know a young person, and you're just starting out, you don't have as much leverage as somebody that's got years of experience doing. In your case, not even just graphic and creation work, but you've also taken on a leadership responsibility with that. Because then now if you bring that person to the organization, maybe they're not even just creating the Twitter banners for you, but they're leading the whole creative team for phase, 100 Thieves, you know, yeah. a grassroots organization, whatever it might be. So, no, that's interesting though, because I actually hadn't thought of it like that. I really had only kind of pictured it like, wow, you know, here's a really exclusive streamer looking for a Twitter banner. This kid creates it and he can kind of pop off from there. But I don't know. That's but, but, but to follow that up, what is, let's start a corporate gaming challenge, Jaguars. Oh, yeah, dude. We have uh, <laughs> one of the guys I work with, uh, Johnny. Johnny, he goes by J Baby Online. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've met a, I don't think I've met a better COD player than him. Mm-hmm. That's no cap, dude. Like, that's straight up. Yeah. That guy is an animal, like, freaking nature. Like, we would play, and he would be at, like, around 50 kills. I'll be at 31 kills, but still top fragging the entire, like, round. But right. then 50 kills. I was pretty good at COD, but then I just, I can't play COD, bro. I, I just can't. Did you ever play Warzone any or no? Yeah, dude. I'm not a, bro, the Battle Royale, it's not something. It's not your style. Topic, but it's not something that appeals to me, bro. Like, it's. And I think it's, I don't know, bro, like, I tried it with Apex, and with Apex is cool. I, I feel like it's a lot of RNG. Yeah, it is a lot of RNG. You know I mean? And I know people don't like that, so, some people don't like yeah. that. So I'll, I'll tell you what, I've been playing a ton of League of Legends and a ton of Rainbow Six. Okay. Actually, more League of Legends now, but, like, I, like, the last four days, I haven't been playing anything, because I'm watching these guys uh, play Valorant. <laughs> if you had the Valorant oh, key, though, if you had the Valorant key, would you be playing Valorant, I'm assuming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'd be, I'd be, I told I told my wife I was like, babe, the moment that I get, dude, I just saw Shroud. I just saw Shroud made a godlike play right now, bro. Jesus, that guy's a monster, bro. Yeah. That guy's a monster, dude. He just got a three piece like in three seconds. It was insane. Sorry, bro. Let me turn off the screen, bro. I have to. <laughs> uh, I have to. He's popping off, dude. Uh, no, yeah. I told my wife as soon as I get the the, the Valorant key, it, it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like I'm gonna like. From eight uh, after the baby goes to sleep, nine to two in the morning. See you later. You're gonna be grinding it. Yo, Fernie yeah, says he plays. Fernie, your game's Mortal Kombat. Okay, that's interesting. He plays Mortal Kombat. He plays Mortal Kombat. I like I don't it. Know what I mean, Mortal Kombat is. I uh, Mortal Kombat actually is. It has a pretty popular circuit, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> no. Uh, anyways, going back to your point, dude. I think just esports just opened up a new kind of worms for people. Yeah. That's where I was about to transition to, is that I know you and I both wanted to talk about kind of the avenues that have been created. This is this is something I've talked about in past episodes before. It's something that I've tried to like create conversations around because I think that while it's blowing up and all this, you still got a lot of people that are new to it and obviously learning about it. And I just still think that we're stuck in a place where, you know, a parent that doesn't understand anything what's going on basically if they're looking at it the only thing they understand is either their kid streams or they go and they have to be a professional player but similar and i'm just setting the scene and then i want to get your feedback on it but similar to traditional sports like we'll use the nba for example you could grow up love playing basketball but maybe they're like you right and and they have you know skills of photography or videography and they go and they do that for the league instead and that's I think the avenues that you know we already touched on one of the avenues right creating these banners that's an avenue for a young player or a young individual and so I think that there's so many other career opportunities that a lot of the times unless you're in the industry you don't really hear yes. about it 
So anyways, what what's some of the stuff you've seen? I know there's some stuff you want to talk and, and, and bring up on that point. Well, these, these organizations are multi-million dollar organizations. Like, it's not a bunch of kids just running it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's accountants, there's CEOs, there's CIOs, there's COOs, there's operations, there's logistics, there's merchandise, there's this, there's that, there's accounting. You know what I mean? Like, how much... How much, how much do you figure um, Faze Mito gets paid a year for Faze? Who, how much who? Faze, uh, Mito. Who is he? I'm, I'm, I'm just not familiar. Dude, I don't know. I, he, that's, here's another example. I've never seen any of his streams. I don't know who this guy is. Oh. He probably gets, he's, he's a big Faze, apparently a big Faze streamer, but how much? I, I mean, I figure he gets paid, what, over 50 to 100 grand? If he's streaming? Give or take, probably. Okay, here, okay, Summit made $1.4 million last year streaming. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, my, my point of saying all that is that it takes, um, there's, there's resources that go into it to maintain it. Right. Now, going back to your first point, let's talk about, like, kids that just want to be either pro or streamers. Um, it's a pipe dream, and my fear is that these kids may have a, a lack of self-awareness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? And, like, bro, you have, you know, six viewers. Yeah. You know, my, I, I streamed for a little bit, but I did it as an experiment at, onto myself to see, okay, how does it feel to be the streamer? Like, okay, what do I need for my Twitch overlay? Like, it, it, it's my, it's, MLB is also a pipe dream. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Um, and it's a game. We play games. The, the only thing is the, the culture. There's no when you play baseball. And for any, for any, if you're on, you could probably speak to this. But when you play baseball, you are trained, and there's a level of discipline that you're taught from a young age. If you're playing, you know, t-ball, and you're going up with the ranks, right? You, yeah. You're doing the whole, right, like most of us did. I saw that Redberries, 14 years old, and I was like, ah, I'll leave this for me. I'm not athletic. But I was, but dude, in my heart, I was Luis Castillo. I was a second baseman. <laughs> That's what I you believe. Manager, I'm quick. Like it was just everything top one percent, no different in sports, and that's the truth. That's the truth. But here's the thing: here's the advantage of, of, of gaming. You don't have to be the best players. So yeah. the best players are the worst streamers, bro. Exactly, because they don't have the personality. They don't want to be in front of the camera. You know. Dude, they have. There's a certain way their brain clicks that it, it just just kind of does it that way. But right. I'm No, you're good right there. Yeah, you're perfect right there. Yeah, right here. It's like a little, it's like PIP, picture in picture. Remember that on your TV back in the day? Uh, no, you're right, though. No, no, you're absolutely right, though. It is a top 1%. Like, the truth is, you'll probably never be as good at, as Summit in Valorant. Right. No. Why? Because that guy has a decade, over a decade years worth of playing Counter-Strike. Right. Which you ties know, into Valorant. If no the, one... The window, the window is different for esports than it is for... Uh, a game. I mean, for like sports, sports, right? Like, you, right. if you're if, if you're 24, you're not in the league yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's okay. It's probably a pipe dream. What's right. the difference between a gamer versus a streamer? Uh, a pro gamer is someone who's playing on a team that's going and competing in tournaments. A streamer is just them going on Twitch or Mixer right. and streaming themselves play any video game. Like Ninja is the top, the world's top streamer, one of them. And you know, he was in the, the he was in a Valorant tournament, which is a shooting game, and when he was done with the tournament, he just played Final Fantasy VII. And I watched that stream because I love Final Fantasy VII. The remake is out for PS5, PS4, excuse me. Yeah. See, I don't even know anything about console. It's out for PS4. 
Uh, and we need to make it for PC, bro, because I'm like, I, I love Final Fantasy. But, um, yeah, like, it, it's, it's a pipe dream. You have to have soulful, these kids need to have soulful awareness. No, and yeah. I feel like they may not have it. You know what I mean? Uh, my cousin, uh, his name's Dan, he probably popped in the stream, uh, into the IGTV. Like, borderline pro CSGO player. And he was like, bro, I got to a point where like, I couldn't find a good organization. And that sucks, bro. If he was, if he was, call it 10 years younger today and had this like if he was 20 now he would go pro right by guarantee like in contract right it's just the, the, the esports world is very different today than it was three years ago five years ago ten years ago right right you know, right if I, would have known, if I was 17 knowing that if I just kept playing and like if I just knew 10 years ago I you know I would be a summit that's been this guy's been streaming for six years makes over 100 you know he makes a ton of money doing it Right. Do you think you'll still see more of these streaming tournaments like the NBA did even after all this is over? I think it was a very cool thing to see on a nationally televised program. Um, you want to answer that or you want me to take? I can, I can do a take first and see what you think. Uh, what's up, Bobby, by the way? What's up, bro? I hope, hope you guys are safe up in Huntsville. But, um, I mean, my take on the NBA players-only tournament was this. First off, I learned that it wasn't even streamed live, which when I found that out, it was very disappointing to me because that's the whole aspect of this industry. Like, we're not watching streams. I mean, you can go watch pre-recorded streams, but nobody is tuning in to watch a pre-recorded stream. So that turned me off a little bit after I figured that out. Um, I think that they should have had... Say what? They didn't have the resources for that, bro. Bro, but it's ESPN at the same time. Like, you know. Yeah, but you would... See, that's the challenge. Even NBA teams didn't know how to execute this perfectly. Oh, so okay, execution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a, that's what I was going with it. Right. They don't. It, and but this is the problem that a lot of people. I was literally having this conversation yesterday. A lot of people don't get this that the NBA 2K League and the NBA are completely separate. Really, it's yeah. only the NBA that can come and speak to the 2K team, but the 2K team can't approach the NBA. So what's happening right. is something like that is that the NBA is not putting enough gaming and esports people on it and they're executing it basically completely blindsided like a novice. And so when you're watching it from somebody in the industry's perspective, it, it looks very amateur. It doesn't look like it was executed correctly. There's a lot of, they should have had commentators. And, and, and our, our, our little community of gamers, we're not very nice. Yeah. We'll rip you for that. Yeah, but but I think fair, fairly to their point though, you know, like yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it, it, people want to see it. If you're gonna attach the name to it, I think people want to see the authenticity of it being executed like it would if you know someone within the industry was running it. But um, I think it was still cool. I still think at the end of the day that shed a lot of light on 2K. I I don't know how much light it shed on the 2K league because they didn't. I think they also could have leveraged that a little bit more. Um, yeah. But I think it brought awareness to gaming as a, as a whole. I think there's a lot of things, and we could have a whole conversation on other things they could do, but um, it brought awareness. I think the iRacing, and then I'll let you go, I think the iRacing events have been better for, for gaming as an industry because I think they executed it better at that level than the NBA did with the players only well, tournament. It was, but, yeah, it was a gaming organization back there, backing it up. Exactly, yeah. Like you can tell me, you, you want to stream something from, you want, you, you're telling me, you want a celebrity or an NBA player to stream live from their computer? I'm gonna. I, have a t I already have a list of questions that I, I need to answer immediately. Yeah, exactly. Like it's technical. It's not easy, and that's the advantage of going back to these young guys 
grew up on computer. I grew up on computers. I, I feel like I'm like one of those first generations that grew up like I was playing. Yeah, you know, I shouldn't have, but on my game, I was four years old when my, when my first computer came into my house. My brother had GTA, the first one on it. I remember, I remember watching him play. I will play. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? And there's some other encyclopedia games. So yeah. I was insane. But I was really young, and I was just I used to grew up on a computer. Like my wife doesn't get it. Like I'm like, dude, in quarantine, I'm chilling, dog. I'm designing all day and working. Like I'm just I'm here all day just doing. I'm in my like battle station. You're in the like, lab, bro. Dude, I'm in my zone, bro. I'm yeah. like driving a mech warrior. You know what I mean? <laughs> No, that, no, that's what's up. Yeah, and and your guys' setup is the office is dope too, cause I I got you know to I mean? see it. Yeah, yeah. I'll just I'll, I'll turn this around and show you my little setup here. So I got I got the monster there. Okay. It's an ugly. This cable is for the is for the ring light, and then I had I just had this right here. Bam. The dual monitor. I got a shroud right there. I got my little keyboard. You see that? Yep. I and love it. Face that's 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 my beer over there, and that's my G Pro. Chilling, dude. That's the thing too, bro. Like. And there's so many apps, like, oh, dude, mechanical keyboards? I've spent so much money in, during this, this thing on mechanical keyboard switches and keycaps. And you blow money on it, bro? <laughs> yeah, dude, man, what else? I'm like, man, I bought it. The thing is, they, you can buy a lot of things for very cheap. You can buy okay. all different parts for they're cheap. And it's just a lot of customization. I'm totally into it. I'm always on Reddit, like, talking in the forums. Yeah. Like but, uh, but, yeah, dude, it's it's pretty dope, bro. Like, I, I'm in my zone, bro, and it's like this... this for guys who are kind of nerdy like me, I'm like hooking up. Let me, let me hook this back up. Yeah, yeah go ahead, go ahead. But uh, it's it's been really opportune, bro. It's just chilling, bro. No, but that's a, that's a good point. That's a challenge for a lot. I mean, a lot, I don't think a lot of people even realize that too is the fact of what it takes to set up a stream. The production behind it, bro. A lot of a lot of people don't even realize that. Like, if you walk into someone like Nick Merck's stream, right, which is like a huge streamer, dude, he's not even running like his stream. Like, he is strictly playing the gameplay other than maybe when he intros in and out but he's got a whole team behind him this producing it's it's a show bro like it's the nick merck show it's a show and you're tuning into it and there's a whole production side that bro even nick on stream will be like you know people in, in chat will be like nick what do you use for this what do you do for that and he'll be straight up be like guys i got a team that does that i have no idea to be completely honest with you and pretty gangster bro yeah. someone's getting paid to do that it is gangster it. And the thing is, and here's the, 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 the silver lining about everything, bro, is the amount of money that gaming is producing, bro. Yeah. People don't realize in the last, in, throughout the time frame, it's the last, I would say, it's more than five years. In the last five years combined, the gaming industry has, has outperformed the movie and music industry combined, and by a lot. Right. It's like a hot take, but you can Google it, I think. No, 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 no. You're 100% right, yeah. I say that all the time. I'm like, yo, keep playing with gaming, dude. Keep playing with gaming, dude. And keep thinking that it's, you know. Mind you, th there is caveats. There's drawbacks to everything, bro. Like, there's, you know what a drawback of playing football is? You can have CTE and brain damage. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Baseball, you can get hit in the face with a baseball. Ask John Carlos Stanton. You know what I mean? Right. It, 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 you're giving up your body there. But, um, I don't know, man. I, I go on forever talking about this, dude. I, I love this industry. I'm, I'm happy for it, bro. I'm really happy that it's working out for everybody. Um, and just, I, I think the biggest thing that people need to exhibit is self, is, is self awareness when it comes to like, bro, like, you're probably not a shooter. Yeah. Go you're good at the game, but like. There, there's a lot of work to go, bro. There's a lot of time. And I heard, I've got a buddy that streams on Mixer. He's got a hundred and over 110,000 followers on Mixer. And I've heard him time and time again say it for all these people that are new to like, you know, if you're young and you're trying to get into streaming, he's like, it's gotta be like a three year plan for you at the minimum. Like you really can't sit there and judge your success 
until you got at least two to three years of sweat equity just put into it and then you you know you self-evaluate where you're at but he's like if you're any more short-sighted than that he's like you're just getting into it for the wrong reasons you know um, but okay, talk a little bit. I know we got like 10 minutes here left. Um, talk a little bit about like, you know, you've worked with rock, you kind of let people know what rock is and then some of the creation where you've done for them. Cause again, I think you do a killer job with all that. Um, so I think that'd be cool to hear about. So rock is Raiders of the Night. We are, it's not a, I wouldn't call it an esports organization. It's my boy Cody and John. They host tournaments and we are trying to get a land center so we can host tournaments, bro. Cause people want to compete. Yeah. I want to win money doing this stuff and you know we, we host cash prizes and stuff like that uh, right now I swear it's at the goal is to open up a land center and host tournaments at the land center um, but besides that it's I love doing it with them because I like them like we're boys okay and I think I think that's what counts you know what I mean like, right I, this, I can be transparent and like I don't I don't get paid to do stuff for them and I don't like I'm chilling like those are my boys like we like one day the money will come because like these guys are grinding this thing out right and if you're patient and you invest early on you know D-Rock who's uh, Gary V's videographer he says like dude like hey. you're gonna do stuff for free bro and like if you love the industry you won't notice it and right. that's what always happened to me with uh, with, with rock stuff man like I don't like me, me and Joe me and Joe VGG you're gonna have a you think like, we design these and, like I, I wear this shirt bro like, this is like my rock shirt bro, bro I, I love it no, it's, this is like this is, you know what I mean. Like I, I love what I do, and I, I love the people I do it with. Um, yeah. But yeah, I do that. You know, it's on the side, and like, just I barely have to do much for them now because like we're not, we can't host tournaments, you know. Right. What I mean? But you know, graphic here and there, so you should do what 20, 30 minutes, and it's like, dude, like, I got a quick little pump, a quick, a quick little workout, and that's what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. And you do, like I said, you do good work, bro. If I could, like, if we were like five years down the road. And we lived yeah. in the same area and the podcast was a lot further along where I wanted to be, you know, five years from now. Bro, if I had the money to bring you on full time and you would oh, do dude. it, bro, dude. I would hire you in a second. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, but I agree with you. And I I love D-Rock and Gary Vee and all them. Um, but to your point, kind of like... D-Rock is a rock. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, something that I was... A lot of times I hear people even like on the professional, like on the industry business professional side of it, right? A lot of them will even say like, you got to put in free work sometimes in esports or gaming in order to get in. Cause that's, there's only so many, I think sometimes we get so mixed up in the hype, right? That we don't self evaluate how many jobs are actually only out there at the same time though. Cause there yeah. isn't as many as it seems. So a lot of times you got to put in that free work. Like you're saying, whether it be, you know, with a startup or with a, a you know, a, a, a franchise team, whatever it might be, you got to put that in sometimes and then later get your foot in the door. So. And, and you'll find it, bro. It's, it's like I said, like when you're looking for that stuff, like you, you end up finding it. And you know, I've worked for organizations where I, now I wouldn't even say works for it. Like I've done stuff for like rock and I've done stuff for, um, you know, for other organizations as well, or where they compensate cause they're a little bigger and they're a little bit more, you know, further down the line. I like to say better than anything else. Right. Um, at the end of the day, it's financing, bro. Like who's putting money behind these organizations and boy, the guys at rock, we're doing that ground up ground, grassroots, like us just grinding it out with this gangster. And yeah, for other organizations that have a couple investors, bro, and they got a little boost, they got a little capital there, and they can do some damage. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. What's up, Tri? How are you, bro? Um, all right, Lewis, what was I gonna ask you? Oh, this is what I want to ask you, kind of like in these last couple minutes here. What is like 
your dream role position like where if you had like a dream spot you could be in the industry what is it you want to be doing um, all right so it's no secret that i do love i do love esports um i, I love the industry. i mean let me not say i love the industry because i'm not really in the industry so i really, really I, I don't know what's out there you know what i mean like, like the music industry is violent like who knows yeah. like, i can only imagine given the toxicity we have playing these games. But um, <laughs> hopefully I didn't translate into the, in the, in the more executive levels. But um, That's funny. I think, bro, honestly, like, you know, the next 10 to 20 years, bro, it's, it's getting myself involved with, with a good team and leading that team creatively and seeing where that takes you. Uh, Shroud is having a meltdown on, on Mixer. It's hilarious. I'm going to turn off my screen again. <laughs> oh, I hit the mouse. No, you're good, you're good. Um, he, he's like, just on the screen, like, oh, I'm like, oh, what's he saying? You know, what's yeah. happening to this guy? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's sweaty, bro. He's getting real sweaty with the Valorant. Um, all of them are. They're sweaty they're right just, now, yeah. They're so sweaty, dude. They're so, like, trying hard and flexing, but it's all right. It's kind of cool. I'm watching. It's, it's a new game, so everyone's got to flex on who's the best right now. So. <laughs> dude, all you see is gold guys are coming out the bushes and just like, oh, I'm like, relevant again. But, <laughs> uh, they, they might be some of them. Um... But yeah, dude, just, I don't know, man, like, I, I, I like to keep my options, you know, always open, and I, you know, I'm, I have faith in God that he'll just open the doors that I need, I need to go through, and like, where I belong. Right. Now, where I am is exactly where I belong. Yeah. Like, until that changes, and then that changes. Yeah, yeah bro. Changes. Yeah, you just got, you got to put yourself where you're at, and you got to trust, you know? Yeah, dude, but if, if yeah, a dream position, yeah, something like, you know, probably like, creative leading, like, like a G2 or like a 100 seeds type of thing you know okay. that, that level of uh, organization um, yeah that would be dope bro that would be dope and I think I think I, I think I have a lot for some of these younger guys that are coming in you know what I mean yeah um, not maybe you know I'm still 27 I'm still a young guy yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, where, where are we gonna be in 10 years is it like where's the industry like where is esports gonna be in 10 years we don't know you know, I don't know, dude. I kind of, I don't know if you ever played Final Fantasy X. <laughs> Bro, I my older brother did. I did not. The closest thing I got to Final Fantasy was Kingdom Hearts on Game Boy. Did you ever play oh, okay. that? Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. So Final Fantasy X, it has this. Um, it has like, if, if you play Final Fantasy, like there's a world within Final Fantasy. So, right. Like, there was like a sport that they would play in Final Fantasy X. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I always had that vision because it's like it's like a. I always see it as like a big like, dome like that, like a tour, like not a tour, like a, like a coliseum type of thing. Right. Like, there was gamers in the middle, and it's just like all these neon lights and like everyone watching. That's where I kind of hope we're at in ten years. Like, these arenas are insane. You know what I mean? I've right. been to any East towards, uh, any, any of these tournaments live. Bro, I've been to the Fortnite World Cup, and that's. Oh, how was that? Oh, that was pretty lit, though. The, the Fortnite World Cup was mad lit. I had fun. We had fun, but um, no, and, and you know what? That's something where we don't know. Where it's be like if you look at the Call of Duty League and all that first first year being franchise having these you know city home stands, that's kind of a test right now. Nobody really knows you know if that's gonna still be here five years from now or if people are not gonna like it and they're gonna want know, something different. Do you know who the South Florida team is? The Misfits. Is it is it Misfits or is it Mutineers? Well, so Misfits parent Mutineers like. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Misfits Gaming. The yeah. But they did good. They won the they won the Dallas homestand this last weekend, really? I believe. Yeah, yeah, they won it. So okay. they, it, it, it's hard to create buy-in like that. It's it's not the same with sports, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna be the same with sports, bro. I don't think so because you're talking about 
like Eagles fans have been Eagles fans since like the freaking late sixties. And they grow up in Eagles fan. Like crazy Eagle fans. Like all these people had in the seventies and eighties and nineties is football. Yeah. But now, like you know what I mean. Like, and I don't know if I don't know if our generations and the upcoming generations are going to be like that. Like, yeah. What's your favorite team? In what? Favorite? Just in general? Uh, yeah. Like, what's the team that you follow a lot? Bro, I don't, so I'll be honest, like on the Call of Duty League, I kind of just follow the league. If we're talking like actually following, I'm kind of like you, I like following the lifestyle organization. So I follow like a lot of what 100 Thieves does. I follow a lot of like what FaZe does, but I don't specifically follow like one of their teams within the organization, if you get what I'm saying. The, the, only, the only scenario where I have that, where I, I'm the same way. I don't follow any of these guys at all. Yeah. I'm like, you're not like the only scenario where I have like some sort of fanship is in TSM's Rainbow Six team. Okay. And you're a big Rainbow Six guy though, so. I'm a big Rainbow Six guy. Yeah. I have like TSM squad, they have Bolo, who that kid's a prodigy. They, Jovi played with like a, uh, one, of their, one of their players called Pojo Man back in the day. And then Jovi, when I first got into Rainbow Six, was like, yo, look at this guy, like watch Pojo Man, that's my boy. Yeah. kind of create that little bond because of the, the familiarity. Um, they, you know they have, a, but but this year, uh, uh, Space Station Gaming won the tournament, and I was super excited because here's here's where my loyalty sort of get divided. Okay. When it's when it's country against like regions. Okay. So the whole Rainbow Six thing has always been that North America sucks at Rainbow Six. Okay. You know what I mean? And it was always like G two and the Russian em- uh, Team Empire, and then you had like. All these squads from all these different places. Right. And the American teams will always get creamed. But this year, bro, TSM and Space Station, well, Space, Space Station won. And Space Station is US based? Yeah, they're US. Okay. Based out of Dallas. Okay. And then TSM's uh, in LA, I think they're in LA. But okay. Team Solomon, they, 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 I mean, Team Solomon's one of the best League of Legends uh, teams on the planet. Right, right. So, you know, there is a little bit of fanship there. Um, as far as like, Game by game, it's different. Like, my fanship, like, I'm a big G2 League of Legends uh, uh, fan. Fan, yeah. I just watch, I watch Caps and I watch all their guys play League of Legends. Yeah. Like, I prefer to watch them play. Yeah. And I like G2 because of, you know, I, like, the, the last three years, it's been G2, like, swamping people in our six. So you just, go, unfortunately. So but, you, yeah. you know, it, but my point is, like, I'm forever a Miami Dolphins fan. Right. If that, T- if that TSM team gets disbanded and they get some, you know, some jerk, you might, you what, might not what's be. What's my allegiance to the brand? Like, what's my allegiance to CSM? There is none. Yeah, and, and that's what I think it'll be interesting to see if, if the home and the city-based thing continues and there is enough time to create an allegiance, then maybe 20, 30 years down the road, then we have a different conversation. But as it sits right now, I don't know that, to your point, like, who do you root for? You know, like you, you, you could root for. What I what I'd have to see is see, like a like like a, a hundred thieves type brand pop out where they're on Miami, they're labeled as Miami, whatever. Like yeah. Miami, Miami Misfits Gaming, or Miami Misfits per se. Yeah. Like they have an opportunity. Like, do they need to stay in Overwatch? Can they branch out into other sports? Can they get financing? You know what I mean? Like. And then you start to like, okay, like if 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 Miami Misfits makes an R six team and they win and they win the Rainbow Six Invitational, I don't have a Misfits fan. Forget about it. Those are my dogs. Yeah, exactly. Then you're on board. I ride a die because it's Miami, straight up. Yeah. But it's not. I mean, 
seen a team do that. Teams are very like, oh no no, like no regions, and I'm like, I don't I don't think you understand. Like people feel loyalty to where they grew up. Right. You have to find the hook. And I'll, look, besides like, oh like, I grew up watching Nate Shot, and it's like, I mean, sure, but what about us? Right. Right. No, I think like, like, well, like I want to buy a jersey. Whose jersey do I buy? Exactly. Like, I'm in torn. Like I want to buy a TSM jersey, but I'm like. Impress me, do something cool, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I mean, as it sits right now, like, I'll follow in the Call of Duty League. Like, I follow the Mutineers a little bit, and I see what they're doing solely because they're based here in Florida. They're obviously not specifically in Tampa, but, you know, I'll, I'll follow it as it goes. Yeah, man, it's a Florida, like, Florida Mutineers. I'm like, fuck it, dude. Like, whatever you guys go for, like, I'll go for too, man. Exactly, exactly. Because I feel at least a little bit of loyalty there, you know, like. Yeah, but, but the common factor there is the region. There's yeah. something about where we grew up that it's like, nah, I rep, this is what I rep. Like, there's something about me. Right. The pride is, where do people find their pride? And people are not going to find their pride in a Twitch stream. Exactly. They're doing it now because they're 16, 17, and they're getting clout, and like, oh, hey, thanks for the 10 bucks, uh, Jimmy, you know what I mean? And they right. that, oh, my God, in the time I just said my name. <laughs> exactly. But then, dude, and you're like, like I, I gifted a sub to Summit because I'm like, dude, I'm watching your stream, bro, and I believe in what you guys do. I, I, I see it still in the street. I don't know what that guy is, but like, I, you know, like five, five bucks, whatever, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, so I don't know, bro. It's it's interesting, but they need a teams need to find a way to hook me. I think I think I'm a, the, I'm, I'm, I am a loyalty free agent. I'm a gaming loyalty free agent. There you go. I think. You know what I mean? I think, and I'll leave it on this because I know we're coming up on like, I know you got some coming up at nine, but I think my last take on this is, bro, I think it's creating the stories because just like in traditional sports, we have like, you know, on college game day during football, college football season, we have those mini movies that are created and bro, you see a little mini movie of some inspirational player on a team you don't know and you're like, bro, I want this team to win now. I want this guy to win. That's a good point. And, and so if they can create that, I think they can create more brand loyalty. That's a good way to create brand loyalty. I'll leave, I'll leave you with this, guys. You got to get going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Last thing. I actually have your cousin's plug, uh, IG Live, uh, TV that I got to do next. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, you should jump on it. See what's up. I'll say what's up to you. Okay, okay. I'll leave you with this. Three years ago, I went to um, the LCS. I think it's the LCS. Whatever the North American to- uh, League of Legends tournament uh, um, bro. The where it's held, like in Staple Center. There are, you know, in soccer, there's like league, there's like different leagues uh-huh. in Europe. Right. There's like La Liga and there's this, there's that. So like they have that for League of Legends. They have LCK, which is the Chinese and Korean league, and they have okay, okay, yeah, yeah. LCC, which is Europe, and they have whatever the, the USA for. I think it's LS or LCS. Okay. I went to the. They had like a not a champion. I think it was the championship, bro. Now that I think about it, I went to a League of Legends championship game. Between Team Liquid and another team, and uh, I had no idea. Like I, I, I didn't like League of Legends then. Like I didn't know about it, so I was just like, oh, I'm going my boys, going free, like whatever. Dude, this yeah. I'm like first row. Like this is a thing. This is a whole thing right now that's happening. But it turns out that the guy who led their team to a win, right, uh-huh. Team Liquid, a guy named Double Lifts. Now I know who Double Lifts is. But Double Lifts is a is his family's Korean, but he plays for an American team. Uh-huh. Uh, he's Americanized, you know what I mean? Bro, like a week before the tournament, his younger brother killed himself and his whole family. Oh, I remember that. Dog, and a guy showed up and he went to go play. Like, he played. 
It's a story. Yeah, it's a horrible story. No, no, no. I don't, I don't mean that. Yeah, I don't mean that. Like, I know it's a horrible thing that happened, but a lot of the times, those compelling stories are based off of a foundation of something that went wrong and negatively in somebody's life. And and it sucks because a lot of times that's what we create stories off of. But, you know, those are the ones that move you. So. I don't know how he did it, bro. I don't but know. He did it and they won, bro. And they won. I remember him holding up the trophy, bro. And I was so. I was like, damn, bro. Like, you are cut from a different cloth, brother. I would be. Bro. I'd be broken down. Yeah, I mean. Dude, your little brother kills your mom, your dad, like everybody, like the whole family got wiped out. I don't, I don't know how you, I don't know how you walk on the stage. I probably wouldn't have even played in the tournament, you know. Yeah. But. But anyways, bro. Uh, we gotta do this more often. This is a lot of fun. I didn't even feel the forty minutes fly by. Bro, I know it, it's too fast. It's too fast. But I, yo, I appreciate you coming on. I have been wanting to do yeah. something with you and just kind of chop it up. We'll definitely once the virus thing ends. I need to just come down to Miami again, and you and I need to chop it up, and we can do one in person. That way, we're not having to do it over IG live. But I appreciate you came, coming on, yeah, bro. Yeah. No, dude, for sure, bro. I love this, bro. I love, I love talking to you sports, bro. It's a, it's a very good time to be alive and a very good time to like the things that we like. Exactly. It's a very good time to be our age right now, bro, because we can really fill in my generation, 20, 27 plus, 26, 27 plus, you can start to look at leadership positions. You don't have to be the guy anymore. You can just lead a bunch of guys. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's my end goal, bro. Lead a bunch of these kids that are badass at what they do. They're better than me at what they do. So, bro, and with some swagger. That's, that's the key. Swagger, bro. I feel it. Dollar, bro. Let's go. All right. All right, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm watching Shroud Till right now, but my turn is off for Fernie, so you know the deal. All right, dude. Thanks to everybody that tuned in, too, guys. Thank you guys for coming and watching. Uh, I'm going to drop this, hopefully, as a podcast. I was recording, so we'll see how it goes. But appreciate it, Lewis. Dollar, bro. I got you, brother. All right, man. Catch you later. See you. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and leave us a five-star rating if you've enjoyed this. You can find out more about Lodges by searching on Instagram at Lodges underscore financial, on Twitter at Lodges, on eFuse at Lodges, and on LinkedIn by searching for my name, Juan Rodriguez, J-U-A-N. Following on socials is the best way to be kept up to date with podcast updates and information. Thanks, and you were just listening to The Lodges Podcast.